Hi folks, Michael Howie here. Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to remind you that we do have Defender Radio tees and hoodies available on our Teespring store, as well as some awesome new Make for History gear. I'm actually wearing my brand new Force Green Defender Radio hoodie right now. It's soft, warm, and if I do say so myself, pretty darn good looking. Check out thefurbears.com slash podcast gear to get yours now. This week's episode is supported by the Hardy Hooligan. This is Defender Radio. Defender Radio is brought to you by the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals. It's the week of October 23rd, 2017, and this is Michael Howie welcoming you to episode 451 of Defender Radio. Necessity is the mother of invention, or so goes the proverb. This story started with necessity too. Canadian football player James Urichuk was moving his family from tepid Vancouver to brisk Toronto and wanted to buy his wife a nice winter coat to help with the transition. But there was a problem. They were all filled with goose down and lined with coyote fur. From that simple necessity grew conversations with childhood friend Anthony DeBartello, ideas and sketches, and a vision for an ethical, compassionate company. Fast forward a few years, and Wooly Outerwear is creating high-performance, animal-free jackets that are competing in the marketplace and growing in popularity every day. The story of Wooly Outerwear started in a small Ontario town hockey rink, and today is saving the lives of thousands of animals. To share their journey and explore their motivations, hopes, and what's next for the Made in Canada company, Defender Radio is joined by co-founders James Urichuk and Anthony DeBartello. We'll get into it after this brief break. When I'm looking for a meal that satisfies my hunger and my ethics, I head to the Hardy Hooligan here in Hamilton. They have incredible vegan versions of egg salad, chicken salad, and tuna salad daily, as well as savory pies, including my favorite shepherd's pie pasty. They have amazing desserts and even locally roasted coffee in biodegradable cups. The Hardy Hooligan is definitely food worth rioting for. Check them out at 368 Main West in Hamilton, right by Lock Street, or find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or online at thehardyhooligan.com. Where did it all start? Woolly Outerwear, uh, here we are, year three for you guys. Where did this whole story begin for you? I think James can field that one. Yeah, I guess uh, you kind of got to rewind back to our childhood uh you know, my partner Anthony and myself, um, you know, growing up in Bramley in Ontario, you know, our dads took us out to uh, hockey practice just like many of us experienced before. And, uh, you know, we hit it off uh, in, the, in the locker room and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> Been best friends since. So it starts out the way I think a lot of Canadian friendships do, just growing up together. How did you, uh, you know, you grew up, you moved apart. Uh, you did different things. How did you come back together for this project? How did that conversation start? Well, yeah, I mean, um, like James was saying, been buddies ever since elementary school. We actually went to different elementary schools, stayed connected through sports, went to the same high school. Uh, I split time between uh, Guelph Humber University 
and uh, Brock University, shout out, you know, uh, and James actually went out to Quebec and Bishops, but, you know, best friends ever since. Uh, James went on to have a very successful uh, eight-year CFL career, and, you know, when he was in transition from Vancouver to Toronto, he wanted to get his wife a, a, a nice premium winter parka that was 100% animal free and couldn't find anything. Yeah. Uh, so I had some experience in the fashion industry and again, just talking over the water cooler as best buddies, he kind of pitched me the idea. Um, and I just, I fell in love with it. You know, I think there was a gaping need for something like this and, uh, geez, I think that was back in like 2012, 2013. Um, didn't really know what we were doing really at all, kind of trying to navigate throughout the industry. And then it all culminated to, um, uh, Kickstarter in 2015 in November. Yeah. And that's when things started really spreading like wildfire. And we just kind of been riding the wave ever since. So it's one of those uh, overnight success stories, a uh, decade in the making, eh? Yeah, really. <laughs> so you have this ethical concept. You you wanted to have an animal-free parka. There is definitely a need for it. You're both, um, I'll use the phrase, you're good people. You want to do things the right way. You want to support your communities. Uh, you have this concept for a product. You have a concept for how you want to run the business. How did you go from that concept into the look, feel, the branding, and all of that? Yeah, you know, I guess it, it was uh, just a culmination of of all our values. Um, you know, we uh, we knew right from the beginning we wanted a social impact uh, behind these jackets. You know, we were building such a a big item there's a lot of opportunities to you know affect not only the lives of animals but uh the lives of people and uh that was important for us and so we knew that we wanted to help um support the canadian economy and uh that's why we committed to making it here at home and um you know it's one of the social impacts that we focus on is um is creating pe uh, jobs for people with multi barriers to employment and um since 2003, the Canadian sewing industry has been slashed by over 70 percent, and uh, a lot of these jobs are coming from, uh, you know, newly landed immigrants, refugees, and single mothers. And so, you know, one of our goals is to bring these jobs back to uh, these people. Excellent, and uh, you know, I love the logo. I love the look and feel of it. Is is it something you were just sitting around drinking beers and that's it? There's no grand. Yeah, I mean, here. I mean, it goes back to you know James and myself as as people. You know, like James always says, you know, we we came from a household where, you know, if you see a spider in the house, you just walk it outside, right? So, just to kind of see in the media what was kind of going on within the industry, and again, you know, being blessed for it now to be 2017, we're using some of the world's you know most sought after tech and performance fabrics that are all sustainable that are outperforming. Um, you know, animal byproducts like down most yeah. specifically. Uh, but then, you know, James and I, you know, we may not look at like it all the time, but we've always had our pulse in the fashion industry and, and like dressing up and looking good, you know, so you'll just study in the industry. And then, you know, we started out, we were like the quote, and I, I'm using air quotes right now, the kind of the designers and, and taking inspiration uh, from what was currently in the marketplace, what what people liked and gravitated to and, and not necessarily doing the things that they didn't like. And we did some very minor, you know, focus groups to kind of get that kind of data going. And yeah. it was just a lot of trial and error. And all the other things you asked about in terms of like the business and how did all this come to be? Uh, you know, we were blessed to work with great incubators. We work with the Fashion Zone, with, with Ryerson University. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the DMZ and, 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 and a lot of other, you know, local Toronto institutions that really kind of helped us out and said, hey, you want to do this, so you need to get X, Y, Z to then go to this level. So uh, it was it was a huge, huge, huge learning process. And still to this day, I mean, like most entrepreneurs, you're, you're learning something new every single day that you got to apply to your craft. That's literally how you successfully grow. It's to take what you're good at and move forward and learn new things and apply it. I, I want to talk, I've I've got a few notes here. I want to talk about the marketing campaign, uh, the new one. It's on the website, woollyouterwear.com. What's the story behind that? The well, Embrace Your Wild Tour. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're, um, you know, obviously being a winter outerwear company, there's there's some downtime, uh, you know, around the spring. And, you know, we, we wanted to see what kind of effect, you know, going animal free, free through a park uh, was really doing. And uh, so we sought out some uh, third-party research and we did a comparative study, and we uh, we compared our parka compared to um, that of our Canadian competitor, and we found out uh, there's over ten animals saved from harm with uh, wow. with each parka, and so you know this was even staggering for us because yeah. we we thought it was you know maybe three four, but you know it's twelve to fifteen um, actually, and so you know we wanted to bring this issue kind of to light, and you know we. We're trying to figure out how to kind of make this knowledge for everyone uh, to, to kind of be able to share. And, uh, you know, we wanted to create a, a 5,000 animal campaign and, you know, just bring light to how many animals we're saving with uh, each parka um, that's when people choose an animal-free option. Mm. And, like, on, like, a much, much broader perspective, like I said, it's 2017 – you know, our installation was actually you know, uh, derived by the U.S. military. Yep. Uh, they used to have down in all their jackets. And, and these are people who, you know, hopefully are, but may or may not be animal loving or vegans or anything. Uh, uh, but it's life or death for them. They need mm -hmm. to survive. So they actually got rid of the down and, and used their installation called Primaloft, right? Uh, so that just goes to show. Um, you know, that we're using things that are actually outperforming animal byproducts. And we want to take like something like a mundane item up here in Canada, like a jacket, educate the consumer, you know, so then they can make an informed decision. And then on a much more macro perspective, who knows what that's going to do to their psyche yeah. in, in other parts of their day-to-day -day lifestyle, you know, whether it's what they're eating or what they're driving or, or what other fashion items they're wearing, you know, at least maybe... To not necessarily go with the alternative, but at least to explore it and, and become informed on what's out there, right? That's certainly something we see in the advocacy side of it, uh, is the number of people who just don't know. It's shocking to me, particularly with fur, when people say that, you know, coyote fur is okay because they've heard all of these various rationales. Uh, my favorite is a fox, for example. They said it's humane fox fur, uh, where there's a farm and they shave the foxes and collect the fur. Uh, now, one of my notes is that we often hear that if you're wearing a Canadian coat, you need fur, you need down. They're absolutely essential for function in cold temperatures, but we're seeing that's not really true. Uh, the American military has developed some of this technology, and they're known for coming up with some interesting tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, these are people who you know hopefully are, but don't necessarily care about the animal side of it, but it's life or death for them, so they're going to use what performs the best, right? Yeah. And yeah. the proof is in the pudding right there, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, it's 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 like most industries. It's, it's media rhetoric, uh, it's advertising, and you hit it on the head. I think just a lot of people are just 
are misinformed. They're misled. So, you know, a huge part of this tour, we're going to 20 plus cities trying to activate the brand um, and have these kind of conversations. And, and we like to think no matter who you are, if you're informed and there was X jacket on the right and, and Wooly on the left and you knew everything. Yeah. You know, how could you not pick the ladder? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing with fur is it, it's just it's a bit outdated now. And, uh, you know, that's why companies like Gucci are, you know, choosing to go mm -hmm. for free. And, you know, with, with our jackets, creativity can jump in many different directions instead of using fur. I like that one. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Uh, on the way up here, and we're, we're in Little Portugal in Toronto. I walked up from Exhibition. Uh, on the way up, it's it's 18 degrees in the shade right now. And I saw a person wearing another coat with a badge, we all know, uh, with for a trim on the hood. And and I can't believe someone would say then that it's about function. That's why I have this fur in this town. Like, it's literally 18 degrees outside. I'm wearing a light sweater, and I'm a little warm. Now, does that inspire you to say we're on the right track? This isn't something that's necessary and we have the better solution. It, I think more than inspiring, it's motivation for us. Um, this, you know, seeing, seeing the streets flooded like that, uh, even when this time of year. And, um, you know, what's inspiring for us is when someone's wearing the competitor uh, for the last five years and then they try on our jacket. They say, this is actually warmer. Yeah. yeah. This performs better. Um, you know, you know, companies have done a great job over the last, you know, 20 years marketing that fur and feathers is the way to go. But, you know, the tech in in our performance fabrics outperforms that of down, outperforms that of fur. And so, you know, we got to spread that message and, and figure out clever ways that we can compete with these, uh, these big time companies. That's something I really enjoyed seeing. Uh, I was at the Guelph Veg Fest, and I tried to stop and chat with you guys. And as we were trying to talk, we, we kept getting interrupted by people almost running up and saying, oh, my God, I love it. I yeah. want to try it on. Uh, it was like Christmas morning for so many people. It was, it was the option. It's the good guys are here to save the day. That was the attitude in that environment. Uh, it was very exciting just to watch. Is that the attitude you're getting from people who try the product? It started when we were going to all these shows. You know, have you heard of Willie Edward? No, can you tell me about it? But now, you know what? With, with no ego, no real bias, it's exactly it. People are running up to us. You know, oh, I hope you guys were here. Overhearing conversations with other people at the booth. You know, if you haven't heard about this company, you're living under a rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's cool to see that that uh, message is spreading, right? And, and like I said, at the end of the day, if we sell some jackets, phenomenal. But it, it's all about having these conversations, right? To, to let people know that that alternative exists, right? And yeah. if they become customers, yeah, we'll have them as part of the family forever. Um, but, you know, it's all about creating that awareness that the alternative not only is here, but is outperforming uh, what's currently out there and, and dominated the industry for quite some time. Yeah, that's very true. I think we're really starting to see that shift beginning now. Uh, you're also expanding your line. Right now, to my left, I've, I've got several examples of it. There's the traditional parka, which I have, which is too warm to wear today. I may not have made it here. I may have just passed out. Then you've got some of the, the slighter ones, some cool, uh, I don't know how to describe it because I'm not really known for my fashion knowledge. You've got the, the vest and the lighter spring fall jacket. More of like well. a midweight jacket. Yeah. Uh, it's a transitional piece. It's, it's our Versa line. 
uh, good for about, you know, minus five to about plus five, mm-hmm. plus ten, give or take, right? Everybody has different tolerances, but um, yeah, expanded the color wave. So our classic Elkindo parkas, uh, we have our classic moonlit black with the Canadian plaid in the inside. Uh, we have our Great Lakes blue and our boreal green. And similarly with the Versas, uh, just a little bit more of a shinier finish. The same black, uh, green, and blue option has been very, very popular. Uh, as well as the vest that you see hanging there. Um, so, I mean, every year, every minute, we're only getting stronger. We're only tightening up the brand that much more, right? So, um, you know, people can expect uh, to see more and more added to the collection if they keep following on social media. Uh, and then our end goal is is to be that, you know, eventual top-to-bottom brand, yep. you know, all year round, um, you know, providing all of our customers with 100% animal-free you know, sustainable vegan uh, clothing. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to personally, uh, is that full range for different parts of the year. Though my mother-in-law buys coats, so I'm going to have to direct her this way. She's a coat person. It's it's really weird. She doesn't listen to this, so I can talk about her like that. <laughs> and if she does, she's the best mother-in-law ever. <laughs> uh, so we've got this great story in the making of this new brand that's poised to really take over a big part of this industry. Uh, that you've got this huge support behind it and people are genuinely excited about it. You've got this marketing campaign and the touring. What's the next phase for Wooly? So, you know, what we've been concentrating on is that direct-to-consumer experience. Uh, you know, our early adopters, uh, you know, I've seen what we deliver. Uh, you know, it's in our coats, it's it's a complete winter jacket and and every part of the experience we want to deliver premium whether it's you know you receiving your jacket the custom box the 24 page uh storybook so you you understand what the brand and our values are and um you know this has really built some strength with the brand and credibility and um now it's time to start competing with the big boys in the stores and um you know it's been great help all the social media following people posting pictures of their jacket or, you know, giving us support, um, you know, that's really given a great value to the brand. And, you know, this is the kind of stuff that we present when we go to the, the retailers and compete with the other brands. So you're really looking to now to, to level the playing field, just to say we are now here and we're ready to go ahead, go head to head. Is there, uh, are there any twists and turns being planned or are we doing some backroom secrecy? We're in a very cool back room right now. <laughs> There's probably some twists and turns, but we don't know about them yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know, we're flying by the, the edge of our seat right now. And, you know, it's very exciting times. And, uh, you know, we're gearing up for November and December where, you yeah. know, people typically like to choose what jacket they're going to be wearing for the upcoming winter. And so, you know, we're, we're here. We've created a great line, great product that we stand behind manufacturers guarantee and um you know if we'd like you know people listening if 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 it's that time for them to uh get a new winter jacket like you know either come come visit us come uh come see one of our retailers uh we're at the vegan imperative on in uh toronto as well as lawrence coats uh got style and then uh, also the grinning goat out in uh, Calgary. Looking back now, though, uh, we've just talked about this, and I think it's interesting because when I change the phrasing of the question, we might get a different result. 
you've been telling me the story of how it all started from being childhood friends to wanting to do something together, to starting this business, to learning and pushing the limits and trying new things and seeing some really significant success. Looking back, how do you feel about all of this? What runs through your mind when you think, you know, we came from the dingy small town Ontario hockey rink, which probably smelled of burned coffee, to we're sitting around the table, surrounded by your products, talking about taking on one of the most major brands in the country. What runs through your mind as all of that is presented to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think I speak for James and myself. We say we're both, both very proud of what we've accomplished thus far. I mean, I don't think no matter how big we are, we'll ever be satisfied. As, as cliche as it sounds, you, you genuinely could always get better. It's the yeah. truth, right? Um but it's funny, actually, I was walking by the waterfront with my wife, uh, actually, last night. And um, I was just overhearing other companies that were, like, really, really starting out. They were, like, you know, by, by like, the water. They are having a coffee, talking about things. And it's, like, you're just, your mind races back to when you were considering doing those things and, like, the kind of the infancy stage of business. And then you just see how far you've come. And it, it, it's, honestly, it's just crazy. Like, it. It feels like it's it's happening quickly. It feels like oh my god! Like back in James's uh, basement apartment, one bedroom on Bathurst, you know, was like twenty years ago. So it, it I don't know. It's an unexplainable feeling, really. Um, but you know, we're very proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Uh, we have a very, very, very dedicated team uh, that has helped us accomplish what we've accomplished. Uh, you know, the vegan community. Um, Animal loving community has always been the straw that will forever stir the drink for us. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we got a great support team here. I mean, we're proud of it, uh, but, you know, the best is yet to come, right? For sure. To learn more about Woolly Outerwear, find out how to get yourself an animal-free parka, coat, or vest, and see how many animals have been saved to date, visit WoollyOuterwear.com or find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I wear Woolly, and I'll never wear anything else. That's the show for this week, folks. Thanks again for joining me, and a big shout out to James and Anthony for all their hard work and taking the time in the middle of an extremely busy schedule to hang out with me. Sign up to get Defender Radio email updates with new episodes, blogs, and more at thefurbearers.com updates. And with next week's show being the last of the season, you better believe we'll have some contests. Until next time, this is Michael Howie for Defender Radio reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.